0: You're listening to Joey's Totally Tech, your tech podcast. My right wrist started hurting back in February. Ouch, carpal tunnel. And there were two possible culprits one, my retail job, or two, and I think more likely because I was hurting my hands a bit while typing more recently my keyboard and mouse set up on my computer. So today I wanted to discuss why you may want to consider an ergonomic keyboard or mouse for your computer on today's episode of Joey's Totally Tech. everyone, welcome to Joey's Totally Tech This is your host, Joey Cagle And your co-host, Antonio Guerra Yeah, welcome We've got a better video set up now this week And um, I hope you like it I just did the title screen, a couple of scenes I meant to switch back to the title screen before switching to this But that's okay, I don't think it needed that <laughs> You know, um, Come on, so, Joe, get your head right. No, don't worry. It's all right. I, I think I like that, actually. All right. I think it worked. So, Antonio, how was your week this week?
1: Uh, I had a pretty decent week. Uh, I went to Boone, uh, which is about two hours northwest of Charlotte, up in the mountains. Nice. I yep. have a friend that lives up there, a couple friends live up there. So, just went to hang out with them for for a little bit, you know, hang out. Play some video games, have a few beverages. Cool. And uh, my roommate and I, we got a new foster kitten yesterday. It's about this big. Uh-huh. About a pound and a half. Yeah, I like saw a picture old, of so. that
0: on Facebook.
1: Yeah, she's yeah. very cute. Oh, by uh, the way,
0: Boone, I was about to say, Boone is a beautiful place, Lisa, and I love it.
1: Oh, yeah, I love just driving up there. The drive is awesome. Yeah. Just the view when you're driving through the mountains, it's amazing.
0: Yeah, it is, definitely. Um. So... Yeah, that's awesome. I've had a good week. Uh, I was scheduled for a COVID vaccine tomorrow, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. Okay. Um, You heard what's been happening with that today, right?
1: I've heard of that, Yeah. Yeah,
0: so that's on hold now. So I was going to talk about uh, how I'm getting this vaccine tomorrow. No, that's not happening at the moment. Gotcha. Of course, uh, by the time this episode comes out... The situation may have changed. Maybe I'll be back on. We don't know yet. Hopefully. So maybe in the meantime, I might be able to find a uh, Pfizer or Moderna. So we'll see. Um, another thing, I've decided to uh, give the Humble Bundle Game of the Week and uh, the Humble Bundle uh, Deal of the Week its own mini-episodes during the week. I feel like that's going to be much better, especially for those of you who are exclusive members. I want to keep it ad-free, and I can understand how people might consider that kind of an ad, you know? So we're going to keep that that ad-free. We're going to have the ads in the main content, not the Humble Bundle stuff, though. That is going to be dedicated mini-episodes throughout the week, so... There we go. (laughs) So, um, how much experience have you had with, like, ergonomic keyboards and mice? Uh, Not a ton.
1: I mean, I've used them here and there, but I luckily don't suffer from the same, I guess, wrist issues that you do. But, I mean, I have used them from time to time. They are more comfortable. I mean, I'm not going to lie about that. Generally, like, you know, they they fit the contours of your hand or or your body a little bit easier. And then you know, just easier to just, you know, easier to uh, operate your machinery in a more, I guess, natural position as opposed to, you know, whatever you're usually doing with your keyboard.
0: Right. And I don't think you have to have one of those conditions to use it. I think it's a good preventative measure too. Uh, Today we're going to be discussing that. So, you know, I'm looking forward to talking about that. I just recently got the Microsoft Sculpt keyboard and mouse and it's wireless. I can easily show you the keyboard at least, and I've got the mouse down here, so you won't see it because OBS has um, Antonio. You won't see it because OBS has control over the webcam. Yeah. But the viewers on YouTube can see it. This is the Microsoft Sculpt keyboard. Maybe I could show the mouse too. Without I can't believe missing crazy. this. that's <laughs> all right, man. You'll this is see a good television, it. Joe. Yeah, you'll see it on YouTube once uh, it goes up. I got to so, wait till next week, I guess. Yeah. The mouse up here, I was able to do that without messing anything up. That is good. My man. So, And actually, there's a number pad as well with this, which I never really use. But it's there if I need it. Right on. Yeah, it's actually several years old, by the way. This is not a new product by any means. Oh, it's not? No, it's not. Um, So, yeah, we're going to be discussing the different types of ergonomic keyboards, as well as mice, which a lot of people don't give the mouse as much consideration from what I've seen. That's important, too. Stay tuned. This is Joey's Totally Tech. So, the definition of ergonomics. You know the definition of ergonomics?
1: Uh, well, I know it's written in the script, but why don't you enlighten us?
0: <laughs> right. Uh, well, how would you describe it first, just your own words?
1: I guess just layman's term. Usually things that are ergonomic. Well, I kind of alluded to it earlier. They kind of uh, contours more to the shape of your body, depending on what it is. You know, like usually... Ergonomics has to do, like, I guess, your hands or your wrists. So, you know, it's just easier to grip, easier to rest your wrists on, basically. Yeah.
0: Yeah, basically the way I would describe it is uh, designing products to be used by humans in a way that won't injure humans, you know? So, I mean, it's the scientific discipline concerned with the understanding of interactions among human and other elements of a system And the profession that applies theory, principles, data, and methods to design in order to optimize human well being and overall system performance. Okay. So, yeah, that's a good, long, technical sounding definition, is it not? It was very long to (laughs) distinguish. Yes, okay. Uh, When we talk about ergonomics with computers, we're generally thinking about the keyboard. Uh, of course, there's also the mouse, which we'll get to. Uh, ergonomic keyboards are designed to mi- uh, minimize muscle strain, fatigue, and other problems. Um, let's see. For uh, let's see, constructed for two-handed typists like most of us, in a V shape, and they allow the hands to rest at a more natural angle. So uh, we have a few types of. Uh, Ergonomic keyboards. Uh, first, the split keyboard, which you might be uh, pretty used to. Yeah, you, I think I've seen those around before. Right. Um, it's uh, split into two or more sections, which, um, by the way, a lot of the split keyboards are a bit contoured, too. I will say that. Like this, I would consider a split-contoured keyboard, you know?
1: Yeah, I've noticed that. Usually they're like split like in the middle, I guess. Right. And then, but they're kind of like curved yes. also. So, yeah. But
0: then you get into the things like the gold touch and a uh, Kinesis freestyle, which we'll talk about a little later, which are not contoured. So, okay. um, so yeah. The positions um, or the positions of or sections uh, can't be changed. Or, uh, let me back up. I'm sorry. Um, you have a couple of types of split keyboards. There's a fix where the positions can't be changed on the sections or adjustable keyboards. So, um, the keyboards typically change the angle of each section as well as the distance between them. So, uh, Kinesis, uh, Freestyle, actually you can change the distance between them easily. Uh, hmm. but that's, uh, Yeah, I'd consider that a split keyboard, really, though. um, I have that an angled split keyboard, so I might have um, miscategorized that, (laughs) Um, but hey. uh,
1: We're not going to put you through the ringer just yet, Joey.
0: Let's not pigeonhole these keyboards into one particular category, because it might fit several. Yeah, there you go. It could be like a
1: hybrid kind
0: of thing. Yes, there could be a hybrid. And there's different ideas as far as ergonomics go in the first place. So, um... Adjustable keyboards allow the user to tailor it to their needs. So, um... This one's not super adjustable, but it's, uh... Decent for my needs, I think. I would prefer a more tailored experience, but... Uh... You know, I only have so much of a budget. These things can get quite expensive. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. We'll talk about that a little later. Um, Contoured keyboards. By the way, contoured keyboards can get quite expensive. (laughs) I will say that. Uh, The keys are placed into depressions and set about shoulder width apart function keys are set between the key groups for use with the thumbs. So like your enter key, backspace, things like that. It's all done with the thumbs on a contoured keyboard. So, um... oh Sorry, I needed to move my leg. It was hurting a bit. Okay. A very little movement of the arms and wrists is required for this particular setup. So you don't see these too often, but there's... Uh, 1977's Maltron keyboard. That's probably one of the earliest examples. And then current examples the Kinesis Advantage and Advantage 2 lines. They are modern examples of the Contoured keyboard. So um, if you want to look them up on Amazon, you can totally do that. Um, With the exception of the Kinesis Essential all of the other kinesis keyboards support the capability to remap keys too so if you don't like the position of a key or you want to program a macro in a lot of these cases you can do that which is really nice the macros for example they are a really nice time-saving feature too oh yeah for, for sure. sure yeah yeah um recent models also let you switch between qwerty and dvorak of course um most of you are used to QWERTY. There's also other keyboard layouts that you may not be familiar with, like Dvorak. You might want to check them out at some point.
1: Never heard of Dvorak. Is it, like, super common or what?
0: Um, I'd say it's probably the second most popular <laughs> layout, though. Okay. Um, yeah, it's not super common at all. Gotcha. Yeah, QWERTY is the big one. In fact... Um, They might sell Dvorak keyboards, but I don't know how easy they are to find. I haven't looked for them. Mm -hmm. For the most part, I've only seen people remap their keyboards as Dvorak. (laughs) So, um, Some people swear by Dvorak and they find it to be an easier time using the Dvorak format. Interesting. In fact, I did read that it's probably more ergonomic just to use Dvorak than a QWERTY keyboard. Hmm. Yeah. So that's but, you know, something... QWERTY to was think. the
1: first one of the party, though, so... you know.
0: Well, I think there were other uh, formats before QWERTY, but that that just seems to be the big one. That was a big one on typewriters for a long time. Mm-hmm. And that transitioned over to computers. I'd have to look more into the history of keyboards. That might be a good episode for this podcast maybe yeah I, i'm kind of a little bit not a super keyboard sm- snob but a slight keyboard snob i love mechanical. you're a keyboard
1: connoisseur
0: yeah I, I mean i don't think badly of people who use crappy keyboards okay at well, least not loud, right <laughs> yeah um but i love mechanical keyboards you know i got you. I, I love them far more than membrane keyboards now this microsoft sculpt is not mechanical um they do make ergonomic keyboards with uh mechanical keys not microsoft microsoft doesn't okay do that, but but there are ergonomic particularly the um contoured and angle split keyboards we will talk about um Handheld keyboards, you may not have seen this as much except on video game systems and stuff like that. Um, But I suppose they exist for PCs as well. Um, They're designed to be held like a video game controller and can also be used as such if you desire. Um, It allows the user to be able to move around in a room or lean back in a chair while being able to either type in front of or away from the computer so that's a really awesome thing to do you could get in a more comfortable position for yourself and keep working you know so it's kind of like typing
1: on your phone almost uh, not
0: quite i'd have to show you a picture of it and i don't have the setup to do uh the uh Desktop view or other windows today. Maybe I'll do that another time. Of course, the audio only listeners would not be able to see that, but once I have it set up on uh, OBS Studio, you'd be able to see that on YouTube. So, okay. Uh, but hey, I'll send you a link to an example of a handheld controller. It looks very much like a gamepad itself. Not a gamepad at all. <laughs> right on, man. So, Thanks. yeah um then some handheld ergonomic keyboards also include a trackball mouse you remember trackball mice
1: oh yeah from the yeah. early 90s I remember yeah. those things
0: well i mean just playing trackball it's not even the ball mice you know oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i'm talking about
1: just trackball then we had yeah. the trackball mouse yeah. until yeah. like the late 90s i guess that's when yeah. optical yeah, they, was kind they, of they became, over.
0: yeah trackballs became really popular among certain people in the late 90s and early 2000s. I think people wanted to feel like they were playing Missile Command while working. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, that brings us to angle split keyboards. Um, now this is more like the, um, we'll get to the ones I mentioned, but um, I'll just go ahead and mention them. The Gold Touch and the Kinesis Freestyle and Freestyle 2 lines, they are angle split keyboards similar to a split keyboard but the middle is tinted up so that the index fingers are higher than the little fingers when typing Um, now the kinesis uh keyboards they will allow you to further split the two sides of the keyboard uh further apart so that it's a more comfortable feel for you so i was actually tempted to buy that but I wanted an ergonomic mouse as well because I was thinking part of my wrist injury might have been from the mouse usage as well.
1: Mm, okay.
0: So, um, what yeah, be he, careful. You're not a yeah. spring
1: chicken anymore, Jeff.
0: Right. We'll um, talk about the mouse here in just a moment. Actually, so one thing you've got to think of, like, with a more traditional mouse. Your arm is twisting in a way that the bones in your arm don't really like for long term periods, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like they like it when they're like straight and parallel. And when you twist your arm, those bones kind of twist. And, I gotcha. Yeah, it's not as comfortable for your arm over time. You might not feel it immediately. But it's doing a little bit there, you know? Sort of like if you
1: like sleep on the couch and your neck is all weird. At the time, it doesn't really hurt. But after you know six, eight hours of laying like that, when you finally wake up, then you really just have to feel it. So I definitely get what you're
0: saying. Right. Yes, exactly. Though this might take even longer to feel, for sure. Mm-hmm. Because you probably won't have your arm there six or eight hours straight. Hopefully oh, not.
1: Geez. I hope not.
0: Gosh, get take a break from your computer, people. Every, what, every 90 minutes, I think you're supposed to take a break, or is it every hour?
1: I have no idea. I've yeah. worked from home, and I take a break <laughs> every two hours, but yeah. those are my official breaks. And yeah. I may or may not take other breaks aside that, yeah. will we won't talk about that.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, I think they suggest either every hour or every 90 minutes course when you're doing an actual job they might not want you to take it that frequently you know so, yeah
1: unfortunately
0: yeah that, well, that's my hard. job
1: technically we're allowed to have like four minutes between phone calls so usually like i usually do three minutes like if i'm feeling like kind of bored i'll you know i'll dial a few numbers and i'll just wait three minutes just to kind of you know recharge you know what i'm saying
0: right right so we're going to get into ergonomic mice now that's something you should also consider i think it's often overlooked i don't see people talk about the mouse as much as the keyboard but as i mentioned we totally should um the vertical mouse and the ball mouse they're very similar and there might be other types of mice as well um I haven't seen the other ones, but the vertical mouse, basically, you're going to have a spot for your thumb on one side, and on the other side, rather than on the top, you have your buttons. So you're just kind of cupping your hand around the mouse instead of putting the fingers on top.
1: Interesting, okay. Yeah,
0: so it's a more comfortable feel. I have actually used one of those when I was working at the grid which was Goodwill's technology store here in Charlotte mm-hmm. then there's the ball mouse so I'm thinking specifically uh, the the Microsoft Sculpt mouse Okay, it's a more round mouse now it has a similar um, it's almost similar to the vertical mouse as the buttons are more on the side than what a traditional mouse would be Mm-hmm. I wouldn't describe it quite as vertical as a vertical mouse though so so yeah that's just uh my thoughts or not my thoughts my um info on that so
1: right on right yeah. on so I'm
0: using yeah, I'm t- a ball mouse here so
1: I'm gonna have to look up a vertical mouse I'm trying I kind of having trouble picturing it <laughs>
0: yeah I, I think once you look it up you'll uh see what I'm talking about. Yeah, well, for sure. So the question is, why aren't all keyboards in mice ergonomic? Now, without lo- looking at the show notes, can you think of some reasons why all keyboards aren't ergonomic? Ooh, money. If you're not watching the video, he's giving that a hand signal for money. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah money might be a big reason but Uh, i mean if if, if it's not money if there's like if there's a more
1: practical reason i'll probably have to guess uh aesthetics maybe like maybe people just don't like the way they look they like the more streamlined clean straight line look
0: that that that's a thought there i haven't thought about that one um I don't think most of them look bad. Now there are some funny ergonomic keyboards that um, we'll get into. Um, in fact, well, not I that they look them.
1: bad, but I feel like most people just want a regular keyboard. Yeah. They're like, I don't if people think I got wrist problems. Right. All
0: <laughs> Let's head back. Let's head back to the keyboards because I totally skipped over a section in my notes. Okay. Other ergonomic keyboards. We went right over that. Went into the mouse. There's the Keyer, which is a type of keyless ergonomic keyboard. Uh Hard to explain. I looked at it. I was confused. All right. Um, There's the Data Hand, which I guess came out, yeah, 1995. Um, That one I found interesting. So, you basically... It's it's a split keyboard, but... um, Your fingers just move very little to hit these switches. Okay. And above above that, you see the guide, which tells you which letter you're hitting. So, like, you move your pinky finger finger to the left a little bit. You hit A. um, You move it up a little bit. You hit Q. You move it down Z, you know, to the right S. It's that kind of thing, you know. I, gotcha. thought, I found it really interesting, and it would take some time to get used to, but might actually be comfortable in the long term.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. typing on a regular keyboard took time to get used to, you know.
0: Oh, yeah, we, we all had to uh, learn how, if you know how to touch type like I do. Are you a touch typer at all?
1: No, I got to look still. But I'm pretty fast for some of us to look
0: okay yeah I think a lot of people have gotten pretty fast for looking but you know I'm the type of person who does not have to look I just type you know you want As a medal I, or something Jack? no I, I just took typing classes back in 6th grade that's all so did I. <laughs> what's your point
1: you think oh. I'm stupid or something
0: Oh, so you have taken typing classes Classes? you still like, search. I've taken like three different
1: <laughs> typing classes. I just yeah. could never get it, man. <laughs> hey, hey,
0: I guess it's not for everyone. I guess um, not. So yeah, now we're going to get back to the question of why aren't all keyboards in mice ergonomic? Well, to be quite frank, there's questions about whether or not ergonomic keyboards actually help, first of all. Some studies, su- yeah. Some studies suggest that they don't actually help, such as a 2014 study from the University of Pittsburgh performed by Professor Nancy Baker. She found no difference between using the standard keyboard and a regular. Um, she did find that these keyboards might give you better wrist posture. But the knuckle joint posture is a little worse. Oh, it, wow. Yeah. It should be noted that there are also studies that show ergonomic keyboards use, or the, or the use of ergonomic keyboards is effective. So the science isn't exactly uh, clear at this time on whether ergonomic keyboards and mice are effective. Uh, Baker also states ergonomic is not a one-size-fits-all. I will agree there. It's not an out-of-the-box solution. This can be seen in multiple types of ergonomic keyboards in mice that exist on the market. Even if all manufacturers agreed to make their keyboards and mice ergonomic, they may not all agree on the standard. Nor should they really, because... Uh, It's not one size fits all, you know. One type of ergonomic keyboard may be better for me. Another may be better for you.
1: It probably also depends on, like, if you have, like, a specific condition, like, like, you have carpal tunnel, you could have tendonitis, you could have just a swollen wrist, just, you know. Right. I think just depending on your specific needs that would obviously dictate the type of ergonomic hardware you're going to use.
0: Exactly. Yes. Interestingly, hand injuries associated with keyboard use only came into being with the invention of the computer. Yeah, with typewriters, there were built-in stops and people didn't have hand injuries. Uh, People had to stop at the end of each line and use the carriage return or change the paper. Now, we just go on typing without stopping.
1: Isn't it great living in the future, Jeff?
0: Yes, it is. We are in the future where we hurt our hands because we type too much. And interestingly, um, I did not include this in my show notes, but when using your phone, there's a condition that I read a little bit about called a BlackBerry thumb. Which <laughs> I guess causes. How long ago did it, you read about this? <laughs> it's a repetitive strain injury. Uh, just fairly recently. Really? Okay. Yeah. I, I guess it came from BlackBerry usage, but um, it's existed since then. even um, you know, the Blackberries aren't widely used anymore, I have um, heard that. Uh, now, this is more often I heard about this.
1: Something like. You know, just in the past, like, 15, 10, 15 years that, you know, mobile phones have just become so prevalent. Like, a lot of people are starting to develop, like, you know, lower neck problems just because they bend down like this at their phones all day, you know?
0: Oh, that doesn't surprise me. And I wonder yeah. what kind of ergonomic solution we would need for that.
1: Uh, a back brace, I guess. I don't know. I guess, yeah.
0: <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, another thing about another reason why they might not make all keyboards ergonomic people oftentimes get used to their ergonomic keyboard and then when they have to switch back to a standard keyboard for work or any other reason they can't they just can't do it you know yeah i gotcha yeah and finally ergonomic keyboards tend to cost more so they would actually get more money well here's the thing it might cost more money to make that ergonomic keyboard that's why it costs more to buy it yeah so the company might not actually be making more money from the ergonomic keyboard they might though they could like totally up the amount of money that costs for the ergonomic keyboards just for the value that you get out of it you know could be yeah so, um, I mean, I haven't looked into the cost of making an ergonomic keyboard versus a standard keyboard. Mm-hmm. It might be a little more expensive, especially with the studies that go into it. You know? Yeah, I and
1: mean, plus, too, you gotta think if they're making, I mean, I don't know, they're probably making standard keyboards versus ergonomic, at least like 100 to 1, maybe 50 to 1, I have no idea. But, right. You know, just if you're mass producing that many more. I guess, non-ergonomic keyboards, then obviously that's going to be cheaper too. So. Yeah,
0: exactly. So, And because there's no standard ergonomic keyboard, there's no way to make a cheap ergonomic keyboard, I think. <laughs> so... You um, 3D print one, maybe. <laughs> maybe, yeah. If well, you have a 3D printer, which is kind of expensive. Right, right, I forgot. And, and then you too. still have to like learn how to make a circuit board and solder and all that
1: you know how to make a circuit board yet
0: Jeff? <laughs> i could use pcb way there you go i have no idea what no, pcbway.com they are not a sponsor of this however we're just mentioning that <laughs> yeah uh so yeah um i'll share my personal opinion on ergonomic keyboards in a bit but what's your thoughts on it
1: uh like i said i mean i've used them in the past uh there are interesting i mean it is i'll be obviously if 99 percent of the time using just a standard keyboard there is kind of a i'll call it a learning curve but it is you know just takes some getting used to but i feel like you know if you do have the type of problems like you have with carpal tunnel or just whatever you know just whatever you can do to help people you know work more comfortably i'm all for that you know yeah,
0: yeah. so i see the point that um that professor was making that keyboards uh, that are ergonomic might not be much better, but um, mm-hmm. at the same time, the studies are going back and forth, and I know for me, using an ergonomic keyboard like the Microsoft Sculpt, um, the keys are contoured up to the, towards the center. Mm-hmm. And it's quite comfortable for me and the wrist rest on it helps too because I think too often I was putting my wrist right on the edge of the desk, which was not helping. Oh, um, wow. So I can't express enough how important the wrist rest is for me. Now, okay, when you're typing, your wrist should not be on the desk or the rest. I know that, but I I, think, I remember that from typing class. I think for whatever reason, my body has just gotten a little bit lazier over the years and I just don't want to keep my wrist up like that anymore sorry to hey, say that
1: we'd want to do a, a silly thing like that
0: yeah I, I don't know what it is but my wrists just don't want to stay up like that like they used to you know yeah pills and, for that I think <laughs> all right um so um as has been mentioned, uh, ergonomics is not one-size-fits-all. In fact, I'd love to try one of the Kinesis Advantage keyboards, and I really wanted a Kinesis Freestyle at um, some point. Um, the current keyboard and mouse combo I have, um, it's quite comfortable for me, and I feel there's a bit of reduction in pain when using this compared to my standard keyboard and mouse. But I may find one of those other keyboards better if I get around to trying it. Uh, My only problem with the Kinesis Advantage is the price. At over $300, I likely won't be buying that keyboard line unless a doctor specifically says I need to. So, there you go. So So it's
1: a pricey boy, huh?
0: Yeah, that's a pricey boy for sure. All right. It'd be
1: kind of weird if your doctor was like, okay, you got to get this exact keyboard, except no substitutions."
0: Yeah, I That'd know, exactly.
1: make up. Like, you making money off of this, bro? What's yeah, like that?
0: it's like, hmm, it sounds like this doctor has been paid off by Kinesis. <laughs> hmm.
1: now, no doctor would ever do a thing like that, right?
0: Well, there's a lot of questions about that. Alright. By the way, we we would like to make money even though we're not making money on these ads at the moment. (laughs) But here we go. It's the mid-roll ads here. Oh, Joey's totally tech. Unless you are an exclusive member, then $5 a month, just as well as that. You could do that. You won't experience these ads. They'll all go away. And you get the content early. And I'm going to try to get bonus content exclusive for that up again. We haven't done that in a while, but check it out: joeystolytech.com/slash/exclusive. So here we go. Let's make that money. Alright, we are rich now Maybe not. Yeah, not quite well, Rich <laughs> is a relative term yes. I'm sort of rich in somebody yeah. I'm rich because I have my friends, family You know, got you as the co-host, Antonio That's I've right. got the cat, you know I've got Lisa, I love her You know <laughs> And
1: I'm rich because I have a, I have a smooth, buttery flavor Okay.
0: Are you eating popcorn? No. No? Okay. That's what I was thinking. Too All many right. carbs. Oh, okay. <laughs> Alright.
1: So. I made I made a special exemption for your birthday party last week. <laughs> oh, thanks.
0: So yeah, moving on to the current events. Guess who is making CPUs now?
1: Is it NVIDIA?
0: Yes, NVIDIA is making CPUs. They're known as a GPU maker. Gamers know about them as far as PC gamers go anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your console gamers out there, you may be like, who is NVIDIA? You know? So NVIDIA is going to start competing with AMD and NVIDIA in the CPU market, but mainly for general purpose data centers and AI right now. The GPU maker will be making ARM CPUs. This follows last year's bid to buy ARM by NVIDIA. Uh, The new chip, which is named Grace, is due to go on sale in 2023. It will combine a number of GPUs and ARM-based CPUs to produce a package which will handle the most advanced machine learning calculations. It will be first used for science with the Swiss National Computing Center and the U.S. Los Alamos National Lab. Paresh Kaira, an NVIDIA data center executive, says the technology is also aimed at language processing systems, which is one of the most challenging AI tasks and has become a huge focus of competition among tech platforms. In fact, Microsoft on Monday this past week agreed to a $16 billion deal to buy Nuance Communications, a company specializing in language systems in healthcare. NVIDIA revealed it wanted to go deeper into the data center processing when they announced they would purchase ARM, a deal which is currently facing regulatory issues and has not yet been approved by all international parties that need to approve it. Hmm. So, Nvidia's getting into the processor game, which um, might surprise some people. It might not. I, it doesn't surprise me.
1: No, I mean, I mean, I guess it doesn't really surprise me. I mean, you know, it's a computer hardware company. They're just making another different component. Right. Um, and like you said, they are mostly known for their graphic yeah. cards. But, uh, you know, I mean, it's it's probably not that difficult of a leap to make, I would think. Yeah. It's not
0: logistically, anyway. Right. Now, something, the thing about ARM, for those who don't know, ARM does not make processors themselves. Mm. Uh, Companies license the ARM technology and use that. So Apple uses ARM processors that they make. Got Uh, you. Android phones oftentimes use ARM processors that they've licensed. Mm. Uh, so on and so forth the, uh, the Raspberry Pi uses an ARM processor oh okay so, um, hmm. and they're, they're licensed um, to different companies to make the processors so that's how ARM is making its money they're just uh, giving the licenses or not just giving selling the licenses to different companies
1: interesting alright yeah. alright Are you ready for the next story, Jeff? I'm ready. All right. So today's second story, apparently half of U.S. gamers prefer free video games. Uh, According to a poll held on emarketer.com, 50% of U.S. gamers would prefer to receive the majority of their gaming experiences free of charge. The same poll also showed that 37% of gamers would rather pay for each game individually, while 8% would rather use a subscription service with the remaining 5% of the gamers being undecided. Uh, This shows a significant shift in consumer expectations as mobile gaming and more freemium gaming experiences are becoming ever more prevalent. Games like Fortnite, Warframe, and Dota can all be obtained free of charge, were able to generate billions of dollars annually through methods such as microtransactions and the ability to purchase premium in-game currency. The results of this poll are indicative of the shift that we as consumers have seen in the way we receive our content in the past 10 years or so. There are several free methods to watch movies and TV shows such as YouTube, Tubi, or Pluto TV, while premium subscription services such as Netflix, HBO, and Disney Plus continue to become more and more popular. While, um, hold on a second.
0: Talking about subscription game services. Yeah.
1: Subscription-based game services, such as PlayStation Plus, Xbox Game Pass, and Gamefly, um, have also been around for several years and are still holding strong. But what could a constant stream of premium-free gaming experiences mean for these companies and for the industry as a whole?
0: Yeah. So... It kind of doesn't surprise me. You know, while my parents are still alive, I know my parents, uh, my dad specifically... He would play games on his phone, but he said he would not buy anything on the app store. You know,
1: yeah, it's a thing. I think just that's just the times right now. Just you know, the kids these days—they've grown up just playing games on their phones or their iPads. And then, like I said, you know, Fortnite. I don't think it is still, but a couple of years ago, it was like the hottest game on the planet, and yeah. they were making like, like I said, billions of dollars a year. It's just- still
0: pretty popular.
1: Oh, I know it's still popular, but yeah, you know but... I don't think it's as popular as it was, you know, two three years ago. But, I mean, yeah, don't be wrong; it's still pretty popular. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I think it's just crazy. Just you know, just the shift in the market is just you know. I mean, obviously, when games first came out, they're pretty pricey. Just depending on what system you're getting, what game, whatever. But then you know, around like the '90s, things started even out, and then most games started selling for like fifty bucks, and then. Mm-hmm. Once the two thousands rolled around, it jumped up to sixty, and then you know now we have like microtransactions and DLC and all that kind of things to supplement you know, you know the actual price of the game that you're paying for it. But you know now we have like these freemium games, and you know people are spending you know hundreds of dollars a month buying you know guns and hats and skins and all this type of stuff. Right, and you know we also have these subscription services like you know like I mentioned before like you know GameFly and. PlayStation Plus and Game Pass, where it's just like you pay a monthly fee and then you get, you know, I guess, you know, not free games, but you get access to, you know, way more games than you would have if you had to pay for each one individually. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Like I said, that is also have to do with the way we consume media, just the way the way we consume music has changed drastically in the last 20 years. Same thing with movies Mm -hmm. and you know, books too. You know, you used to have to, you know, go to the store and buy a book. Now you can bring up your iPhone or your yeah. Kindle or your Nook and read whatever you want. I mean, you got to pay for it usually, but. Right.
0: You know, a lot of those books are pretty cheap, or even sometimes there's free books out there you get.
1: Oh, yeah. I know with most like services, you can get like free books of some kind, but. Right. But yeah, so I just think it's just the more, I don't know how really to put it, but it's uh, more like an a la carte kind of thing. Like yeah. instead of having to spend money on you know, a $60 AAA title, you can just spend, you know, $10 a month and play a few different games every week.
0: Yeah, so. exactly. Like, uh, the Stream Arcade service, I, I mean, I love that service. I haven't played mm-hmm. it in the past month, because I've been busy with other things. Yeah. But when I did play it, it works fantastically. It's, like, it's fantastically award. I think so, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Alright. So, yeah, I mean, I love it, so... And uh, Lisa's played it with me a little bit too. So,
1: oh, how romantic! Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, um, yeah. So that's a really interesting uh, stats though. It's like, um, yeah, it does make sense. Um, yeah, yeah. I still like buying a game from time to time though. I've been meaning to buy that uh, Cobra Kai game, by the way, mm-hmm. since it's been out for PC since January.
1: Actually, I just picked up a couple weeks ago that. Uh, spider-man miles morales game for the ps4 oh That's yeah pretty fun
0: okay, yeah cool.
1: and then uh you know i get like i said i have playstation plus so i get you know three or four games every month you yeah. know i don't usually play most of them but you know usually every couple of months i'll get a pretty good game like i've been right. playing this one game control that i got a couple months ago yeah it's been I've, pretty good so far i so. good
0: things about that game
1: yeah very pretty trippy game i like it though. oh yeah
0: <laughs> sure all right well, that's about all I have. Anything you want to add before we go?
1: No, let's uh, let's put this baby to bed.
0: All right. Don't forget, you can become an exclusive member. Then you're an executive producer here of Joey's Totally Tech. I'd like to thank our executive producers on the exclusives uh, program, Laura Lasseter and Beth Warhan. Thanks for being part of the exclusives and being an executive producer. You are awesome. You're all awesome, really. You're awesome (laughs) Yes, thank you. You're awesome. All right. Thanks for listening. This has been Joey's Tully Tech. Later. Later.